Lance with Jody Vance. This is us trying to make markets and investing accessible to more people, everyday people, you and me people, not just those people with pocket squares in the boardroom with the in the know down low on the red stock or the green stock or that graph that we see at the stock exchange. We want to talk about the people behind the businesses that you maybe want to get in on at the ground floor. You know, the ones that are just emerging, you know, the first glance, if you will. And today we are at enjoying a first glance with Jackie and Matt Stang. Jackie and Matt are the co-founders and CEOs, special advisors of Delic Holdings, as in Psychedelic Holdings, which is how you taught me, Jackie, to say this name. Welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this. Hello. We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us, Katie. What are you all about? What is Delic? Listen, we're everyday people, just like you and just like your listeners. Quite frankly, we started Delic uh, as a response to there not being a lot of information for everyday people out there uh, regarding the psychedelic culture. And this is a topic that I've been interested in for decades. I can say the same for Matt here. And there just wasn't an outlet um, for people like me or for people like us or the people I grew up with. I grew up in middle America um, and in Texas and psychedelics were always a part of the conversation. Um, but I like to say no offense to the Grateful Dead, but I had never heard a Grateful Dead song up, up until about a year ago. And so um, it was very important to us to create a place for an everyday person to come and learn about psychedelic substances so that they can educate themselves um, and their loved ones about the potential that psychedelics have to impact wellness in a positive way, but also in, in any way. Right. The, the Grateful Dead piece, anybody who is missing that reference, deadheads uh, are known to go to festivals and enjoy psychedelics and get into the music. And it's a real experience. And some would say it would elevate them to the next level. I have a couple of deadheads in my life. I've never personally experienced such things, but yeah, a couple of deadheads in my life. There are those who absolutely love psychedelics and those full disclosure like me, who are terrified of the unknown piece. So what I think I'm hearing from you is that Delic is more of a, of a place to go to learn about it, to take that fear factor away and really educate about it. Am I, am I coming down the right path here? Absolutely. I mean, we believe that knowledge is power. We know through experience that knowledge is power. And regardless of if you are considering taking a psychedelic substance or any substance for that matter, or if you're just interested in, in the, in the political history um, that psychedelics have been involved with, or, um, or even the religious history that psychedelics have been involved in. Um, we think that the more knowledge you have, the better and more is more when it comes to education. And we can't stress that enough. We're certainly learning a lot about this. I'm sitting in Vancouver, BC, Canada right now. You're in Palm Springs, correct? Currently, yes. Currently in Palm Springs. So, but coming from this corner of the world, I think that British Columbia in particular, and certainly the lower mainland of, of BC, of Vancouver, Metro Vancouver, has been a sort of, uh, not a hotbed, I think that's the wrong word, the the, the yeah, more at the forefront, or it's more accepted here. Like when somebody says psychedelics in a more buttoned-down community, people will be like, whoa, bad. You know, here, smoking pot, walking down the street, and I would not necessarily consider marijuana a psychedelic. Some might, though, um, if they've lumped everything into one. But 
people smoking pot walking down the street in Vancouver has been something that's been going on for decades and decades and decades in sort of an acceptable fashion where so now the conversation here is moving to like micro dosing mushrooms in order to truly help with depression and, and mental health issues that could significantly impact positively impact uh, the lives of millions of people if done with knowledge and ethics and awareness, right? So is, is that part of what comes into play here? Yeah, I think for us, I mean, when you're talking about Vancouver being at the forefront, you know, I, my background is um, I was one of the, the owners and, and the person who ran High Times for many years. So, you know, at the you forefront of, of cannabis legalization. Um, and in my early days, the, the most out there fringe interesting place for cannabis was Vancouver, right? It was at the forefront. It had the New Amsterdam Cafe. It had, it had you know, Hastings Street where people could just go buy pot in the early 2000s where we basically Amsterdam and, uh, and Vancouver. So I think the way we see it, and, and obviously, you know, the Pacific Northwest, which really encompasses California, Northern California up to Vancouver has been at the very forefront of psychedelics as medicine for the last 40 or 50 years, um, we see safe and legal psychedelic medicine as a, as a really incredible way to address this mental health crisis that's going on in this country and in this whole planet. We think that um, there is a tremendous amount of trauma and stress and anxiety before COVID, and then it's magnified 10 or 20 X with all of the stuff that we've all had to go through. I don't know. We're on lockdown here in California. I don't know if you're in lockdown in Vancouver. We are not thankfully, but we are, we are sending you our best because we are well, seeing the news of your lockdown there. Uh, so we're, certainly we're back in that world. And so it's more stress, more anxiety. And we feel very strongly, you know, part of the reason that Jackie and I founded this company was to, to create a place for people to find safe and legal psychedelic wellness. And, and part of that has been building this platform um, that, that sees hundreds of thousands of people a month and shows them what is safe and legal psychedelics, helps them convince the people in their family who might be interested but might not know, helps them convey it to folks with mental health issues who don't know how to fix or change their lives. And so we, what we've done is we've built this platform and now utilizing this go public transaction, we're going to be acquiring some clinics that actually provide that safe and effective psychedelic therapy. And we're going to, to put all of this under one basket and help guide people through their journey. They come in, they learn about it, and then they can go to our, one of our clinics and actually have a safe and effective psychedelic wellness experience. Right now, that would mean ketamine. We know there are other novel compounds like MDMA and psilocybin that are a year or two down the path. And that's, that's our strategy is to really build a, a funnel of people who are interested in coming online and then directing them to places that we have vetted and utilized. You know, my, my life has been in the alternative drug space for 20 years, really brought the best in class people underneath this. So you'll see that in the next month or two. And people will be able to actually get that safe and effective psychedelic wellness from us. And then we have some other really interesting stuff. Like you said, in the, the mushroom microdose world, we were looking at a, a really interesting clinical provider 
that can help people get, um, you know, really develop IP around mushrooms and how you can break that down into new and effective dosing mechanisms, new, new and effective um, products that are not maybe on the line into FDA regulation. We think that with Oregon, we're going to be doing some really interesting stuff in the Oregon market as it obviously just legalized and is following a path similar to what we built in cannabis over the last 20 years. So we think there's a lot of opportunity there. So Jackie, do you have anything? Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's also important for your listeners and viewers to understand too, going back two years ago now, which feels like like decades. Um, there's, I think I heard a statistic now there's over a hundred psychedelic businesses. Two years ago, we were being, you know, scoffed at a little bit like what a psychedelic corporation. Well, I called it a psychedelic corporation partially to be ironic uh, because I come from corporate America, but also because a corporation encompasses many ideas, not just one and psychedelic wellness is not just one clinic visit. Um, it's not just one dose of psilocybin, right? It's, it's a lifestyle. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of understanding yourself and these substances that the earth has provided and that, that chemists, quite frankly, have also provided us throughout the years. And it really, it, it does come into play from what both of you are saying. And I, I really appreciate um, getting your, your history, Matt, in terms of sort of being at the forefront in high times. And because that was likely scoffed at too. I mean, there are people that will look at a psychedelic conversation and say, oh, a bunch of hippies, bunch of druggies, bunch of, right? It's, it's something that has a stigma to it overarching that, that the, you know, like Elvis was really radical in how he danced kind and of how way. he shook his hips, right? Right, right. And so, yet, yeah, but there yet, is there is the other side, and I, I here's my question because as somebody who has always been well, not like a square peg about it, because I I have always had and around me people would utilize psychedelics, so I didn't judge people for for dabbling. I guess is the word I'd use, um, but for me, not being able to be certain about what was in that dose for me oh. is is if somebody could say this is like a glass of wine. Or this is like a shot of tequila. I know what a glass of wine or a shot of tequila will do to me. But if I put that in my mouth and it's 20 shots of tequila, welcome to your next eight hours. That to me is like, huh, would Delic be a place that I could go to learn about that? Like, what are the FAQs that you get in, in your company? What are the frequently asked questions? Yeah, well, I mean, I think Jackie can address kind of inside of the content engine and what you can do. But I think big picture, um, if you look at cannabis, right, you look at what Dosist has done, which is they've taken a product that was undeterminate and scary and made it dosable. Yeah. So our, our senior advisor is one of the folks behind Doses. And that's kind of our, our mission and model is to help mainstream and clarify uh, what psychedelic wellness looks like in a way that makes it digestible for folks who are scared because of uh, 50 years of anti-drug messaging and, and a, a ton of misinformation, yeah. but also real information because if you take 100 hits of acid, it's going to be really scary. It's right? going to be not, really bad. <laughs> you don't know because it's a microdose, right? So, yeah. so a microgram of acid is entirely tiny so i think that's that's where we come at this like the 
the original um, Delic design came from the same folks who built the DOSIS design. So yeah. like we, we have a similar framework in place in mind as we look to mainstream psychedelics by making it safe and effective and legal, right? So that's really where we come well, from. Also, Jody, in empowering the user um, or the reader or the consumer to gain the knowledge for themselves. You mentioned a shot of tequila versus a shot, I forget the other. Wine. Uh, a shot of wine. Well, you know what those experiences are like, uh, A, through your own experience of consumption, but also because for thousands of years, people have been consuming alcohol. Mind you, people for thousands of years have been consuming psychedelic substances, even right. sometimes inside of alcohol. We've just, we're a species who likes to alter our mood state, clearly, uh, whether it be caffeine or chocolate or anything, right? Yeah. And, um, and again, I can't stress this enough, knowledge is power. And so we can't tell a person what to consume or how they're going to feel. Experience is very important. But, but um, in terms of, you mentioned uh, purity and quality of substance. Um, yeah. I think ideally people learn to understand their mental health enough and learn to self-love enough to not want to consume something that they don't understand um, because it could be very potentially dangerous from them, uh, for them, i.e. like street substances. And so um, the yeah, more- we're definitely know, living that, Jackie. I mean, and that's a really big, important piece of this puzzle. Certainly here in British Columbia, across Canada, the opioid crisis that has hit North America for that matter, um, many people looking at um, illegally um, acquired uh, psychedelics being cut with something that could be deadly in one dose. Like, so moving, and I think Matt, to what you're saying, if I understand you correctly, is, is wanting to create Delic Holdings as um, a, a, a place and a space to normalize the conversation enough to create those places that do have the doses that, that do provide, I think, um, the discussions have certainly been going on uh, toward decriminalization of many things when used in a way that, at least in the first incarnation, uh, in a responsible sense and, and, and a restricted sense. And perhaps then, I mean, we've seen the legalization uh, of marijuana in Canada really not unleash chaos the way people had predicted prior to, right? I mean, it really has been the exact opposite of what the exactly. naysayers had said, right? Well, That's and I, I think one of my main arguments over the last 20 years has been that um, if you legalize and regulate um, drugs, you take out the issue. So what you're talking about is there is a profit incentive for folks to sell bad drugs because they're going to jail either way. So if they, if they can make it cheaper and they can sell it for cheaper and make more money, they're still going to jail either way. So if you create a regulatory structure around substances and you do what, what Oregon just did, what a lot of these others, Vancouver is just about to do it, where you decriminalize and allow people out to make regulated products, you create a new model where people are not dying from substances. Right. Because people die from substances, not because substances themselves are adulterated or they use poor products and that's what kills people. So fentanyl, for example. Yeah, which is not a psychedelic. It is not no. a psychedelic. 
and it is really terrible and it is not dosable unless you have it in a liquid dissolve and you're like incredible, you're a doctor. Yeah. So it's just that to me is a big part of it. Yeah. So let's drill it because I clearly could talk to you guys for an hour. We're already at our 15 minute mark here, but I want to get an idea to our listener, to our viewer of exactly what an investment into Delic Holdings would look like for them. So where would they go to, to uh, connect with you to maybe have the conversation of, about why they would put their hard earned investment money into what you're doing and what the business model really is. Sure. So um, Delic Corp is our website, uh, delicorp.com. You can buy the shares from the CSE right now. We will likely have an OTC listing in the next uh, three to five weeks. Define what OTC is. Uh, okay, so an OTC listing means that U.S. investors are better able to purchase the shares at some point. Right now, I believe you can only purchase from the U.S. on TD Ameritrade if you have a CSE listed company. Um, why would they do it and what is the thesis? The thesis is that we collectively, uh, and I, we haven't mentioned it, but we have a board that is incredible. We have um, Paul Rosen, who's the founder of Kronos Group, uh, the second largest cannabis company in the world. Um, this is his first psychedelic venture. Uh, we have uh, Craig Fox, who is the manager of the Grateful Dead. So I know we're making dead jokes, but he is probably He'll love it. He'll love it. the most connected man in, dead, in, um, in the world of music and culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He also... He managed the Elvis estate, so two of our cultural references. He's, he's a big culture guy. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, what you're investing in is an incredible team. So Jackie here was one of the first employees of Bulletproof. So she made health and wellness in the paleo world cool in a way that, you know, in the same way that you're asking the questions about psychedelics, some people ask the same questions about uh, eating more fat or yeah. ketosis, but those things are now- Holotropic breathing, what is at, that? At the front yeah. counter of every Whole Foods, right? So it's yeah. just, so Jackie has a really great record of taking things mainstream. Um, so we have an incredible team of advisors and what we really, we really are saying is we have a tremendous amount of people who are in, invested and interested, who are coming in through our, our network of you know, websites, events and learning about psychedelics and then we're going to own some of the places where they can go get these psychedelics safely and legally and direct them that way in a way that is a virtuous cycle going forward right so you'll see a bunch of those deals in the next month or so and i'll add to that too um as a lay person here something i i've understood over the last 10 years and and watching some of uh the inside of corporate America and there's there's smart money and then there's not smart money or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, Delic is smart money. And what I mean by that is we have people involved in this from the top um, who care about men the mental health crisis, who care about mainstreaming the conversation to reach and help as many, you know, we said millions of people. This is billions of people potentially um, down the line. And um, so everyone is in it mindfully and we are careful to do deals um, that, that are smart and make sense for all of the investors and make sense for the future of the company. So we're being as mindful. A better place. Yeah. Trying to help out. 
uh, both ethically and, uh, and on a grand scale, it sounds like. Certainly a, a perfect candidate for the first glance with Jody Vance. I'm really glad to have both of you here. Please circle back with us uh, and let's do this again, maybe one day in person when you're not on lockdown and I'm in a studio somewhere. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> what a pleasure. Get what a pleasure. vaccines out there, guys. Let's get Let's everyone exactly up there, please. Please. What a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Jerry. you so much. Have a great one.